Welcome to the Heart of Healing, the pandemic episodes. I am your host, Tom Fold. In these episodes, we will meet loving, talented people who, while coping with their own pandemic stress, are offering others understanding, compassion, love, and ways to relax and heal, even under the weight of current conditions. Listen with an open heart to those who, in this time of crisis, are offering their hearts and talents to us all. And today I'm very happy to have as our guest, Penny Lavin, who is an energy healer and who is the Associate Director of One Light Healing Touch. Welcome, Penny. Thank you, Tom, I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to have you here. For those of us, not so many, but for those who <coughs> might not be aware, tell us more about what energy healer is. What, what do you actually do that helps people? Well, the interesting thing about energy healing is that it has a long history on planet Earth. Energy healing has been around for thousands and thousands of years. And the earliest reference to energy healing, uh, Qigong started doing energy healing about 5,000 years ago. But some of the earliest reference to energy healing is in Greek mythology. And according to Greek mythology, uh, the god, the um, Chiron came down and he taught Asclepius energy healing, according to the mythology. And in some of those pictures and murals, you see Asclepius with golden hands depicting the ability of the body to heal. And so he went on to found the Asclepian healing centers that Hippocrates went to. So we know that energy healing has been around for a long, long time. And we know that it's also innate to all human beings. It's like when we're young and we fall and we scrape our knee and our mother puts her hand on our knee and it feels better. We know that there's something there, that power of touch, that power of love is significant. And what's been happening is that over the last several decades, after the National Institutes of Health opened their Department of Complementary Medicine in 1993 and began doing hundreds and thousands of studies on energy healing and mind-body medicine and all kinds of alternative um, um, te uh, te techniques. And they've been finding extraordinary studies that, that are really really prove without beyond a shadow of a doubt that that these modalities are very efficacious. So what's happened is that when these studies came out and people would see them, they would say, well, how does it work? How does it like your question? How does it work? How does it work? So what we know is that human beings being alive we bring in electric energy, the sun energy from above. Remember from our seventh grade biology class, a physiology right. class. And from the earth, we bring up magnetic energy. So we are this mix of the sun and the magnetic energy coursing through us. And as since we're alive, that energy can radiate out from us and other people can tune into us and feel that energy. And so what we found is that with energy healing, that anybody can do it, but it's like playing chopsticks. We can all play chopsticks in five minutes. And if we want to play Beethoven, we need practice, we need a good teacher, and then we can play it well. Takes a little, little more time. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And the main thing I want to share with you about this is that so all of these studies have been coming about coming out in the last 20 years for the first time in, in ever in Earth's history about how 
um, about, um, they say that there are now over 150 studies proving the validity of energy healing with, beyond a shadow of a doubt that it works. So, so they're, just, they're just showing what the Greeks knew a long time ago. Yeah. So actually, though, what we've what we've been finding in the studies is that when they when it's amazing enough, when you have a client in in person and you are an energy healer and you 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 put your hands on the client. So part of energy healing is you is you you tune in, you scan, you tune into your client, you you have your eyes closed, your eyes open and you tune in with all of your intuition and sensing and clairvoyance and claircognizance and you tune into your client and you're looking for areas with stuck energy. So when you find those areas of stuck energy, then in one light healing touch, we have um, 33 advanced energy healing techniques. So we can use many different kinds of techniques to then go into that area with the stuck energy or blocked energy and help remove it and then transmit higher energies at the end of the session, transmit higher energies through our hands and our heart and our eyes into the client to rebalance them and bring them into a state of harmony. Now, the thing I want to mention about that is that, so that's very basic. That's very basic to all energy healers. And what they found is that when these studies were done about why does energy healing work? I mean, we know it works and but people didn't know why. And then when they, they, they looked at studies on, well, does this energy that the healer transmit, doesn't register as magnetic? And they found that it does. And then other people around the world are doing studies, well, does it register as, as electric? And they, and they found out, yes, it does. And other people were doing studies. Well, is there a photon energy? Is there a light energy component to that? And they found it does. And what Beverly Rubik said in the documentary I did, The Healing Field, which is on Gaia and Amazon. And what Beverly Rubik said is that it's not only those components, but it's also many, many higher frequencies of energy that the healer learns how to channel and transmit. Okay. And, so, and so that's the essence. If I've, I've given you a long answer, but that's the essence of how. Right. Well, it's a lot. And I understand that. But you say there are like 33 techniques. Can you describe any one of them that might help us understand a little bit? Well, <clears throat> The most common technique is when you are radiating energy from your hands and it's radiant energy, that's radiant energy because you are radiating the energy out. And as you are radiating the energy out, you can use light energy. You can tune into colors. You can bring colors in. You can imagine blue and then transmit it out or imagine green and then transmit it out. And interestingly enough, there's so many studies that the NIH has done on color healing. It's really profound. I mean, color healing, some of our students just love color healing. So if the energy is so intense, uh, you know, when, so you're transmitting the energy out from your hands. And the other kind of energy healing is that if the energy is too intense, like if someone has a migraine headache, you wouldn't want to transmit the energy because they already have too much energy going on in their head. You'd want to help release some of that energy. 
So that's using, um, that's using magnetic energy. So radiant energy is sending it out and magnetic energy is helping to pull some of that energy out. So you can then tune into the higher frequencies and then send that energy into the person. Well, if we are, if I'm someone coming to you and would like to learn how to do this, because what I hear you saying is we all have it, but it's not trained. It's not, we're not sure how I can submit or commit this and send it out. Well, we, we, there are many people over the years. I mean, One Light Healing Touch, um, the website is onelighthealingtouch.com, by the way. There are many people through the years who have done, um, you know, Reiki is it's a wonderful um, entry healing kind of modality that many people take that begin to learn energy healing. And then after a while, Reiki is wonderful and it's also very simple. And after a while, many Reiki people wanna find out what more can they do? And many of them find us because we offer advanced techniques. And so um, what we teach, we have workshops and we have an energy healing school. So the school was founded in 1996 by my husband, Ron Lavin, and we now have schools across the United States and in Germany. <clears throat> We're very popular in Germany. And, um, and so students can come and they can learn how to do energy healing. And most of the students who come just want their own personal healing. Maybe that's 60% because they just want their own healing, body, mind, and spirit. They have issues that they want to move out. Um, about 40% of the people who come to our schools want to learn how to be really skilled energy healers because they want to work on other people. So it's really for both kinds of people and it's non-denominational <clears throat> and it's ecumenical and it's open to people of all spiritual tr traditions. Well, and uh, what is this about? It's intuition, I think I understand. How much of this is intuition and then something else? Well, we, we develop our intuition over time, right? We, <clears throat> we, we, when through our lives, we all have some kind of intuitive sense about something. And if we pay attention, we learn to pay attention to that frequency. Oh, when I feel that feeling, pay attention, go down that road, pick up that book, go to that workshop. And if you don't listen to it, then you're not paying attention to it. So, but what we teach is that there are different levels of the clear. So this clear cognizant where you, you, where you, where you don't know why you know, but you just know, you just know you have to do that. It's, it's, it comes into your mind. Clairvoyant is when you actually see a vision in front of you, do this and do that. And you have a bit of a vision. Clairaudient is when you actually hear a voice, do this or do that. And clairsentient is when you're trying to make a decision about something and you start feeling it in your body, generally in your gut. So those are the four channels of clairs and everybody has one that's stronger than the others. And what we, what we love to do in One Light Healing Touch is help people to open those clairs so that they can tune into them so that when they're working with a client, when they start scanning the client for energy blockages, because that's what you're looking for. You're looking for you always, always, when you're working with a client, you're scanning their, their body and you're looking for areas 
that seem cold or dark or blocked. So it's the same thing, whether it's Chinese medicine or massage, or we all tune into, oh, you're blocked today. You're really tight today. You're, the chi the is blocked. So in with energy healing, we're tuning into it on that level, but we're all looking for similar things. So in energy healing, we're looking for those areas that seem cool or dark or blocked. And then we tune into those areas and then we begin to, rebalance that area, remove that energy and bring a state of greater energy and a higher energy to the whole body. And is that process of bringing a higher energy from, you know, from divine light through our bodies is that state of bringing higher energy through our bodies as we're placing our hands, whether we're working with a person in person or thousands of miles away. It's that process that when that higher energy starts going in the person, I mean, I have people respond to my distant healings that I give all over the country and they will say, oh, I suddenly started feeling this blue energy or I started feeling this swirling energy and my pain went away and my headache went away. That energy is transmitted. Because what's important to know is that there's no time and space in spirit. And Ron, One Light Healing Touch lends itself so well. We've been doing Zoom, you know, during the time of COVID. We've been doing a lot of Zoom schools. And the students are doing amazing healings. The distance makes no difference. I mean, I have students from London, Ireland, and Australia, and it makes absolutely no difference. The distance makes no difference because I guide them in how to do a healing and they work with partners in the class. But the other thing about this that that I might want to that I wanted to share with you is that one light healing touch really lends itself to Zoom with distant healing because the founder, Ron Lavin, has been in five landmark studies with the NIH on distant healing. So the first, uh, let me just share the study because it's so interesting. All right. So the first study, um, it was on AIDS. There were several of them on AIDS. And the first study was before the AIDS cocktail. So I called it Ron's Mission Impossible Years because he would get an envelope and it'd say, don't open until Monday, what, you know, whatever the date was. And he would open it and it would have the person's picture and their T-cell count and their first name. And then he would go into meditation and he would tune in from his higher self to the client's higher self. And he would begin to tune into them about what was needed and what he was going to do. And then he began to do a healing. And he did this for in the study. They wanted him to do it for five days. And he wasn't the only master healer in the study, but he, he's been tested to have master healer energy. So at the end of five days, he wrote his notes down each day when he gave the healing and, and what he did and what he felt, and what he saw. And then he sent in his blue book. Now, the thing that's interesting, Tom, is that in the study, it was done double blind with the largest hospital system in California, California Pacifica, and it was done through the NIH and they had a, a control group and a treated group. And in the control group, 40% of them died. In the treated group, not only did no one die, 
but all of their secondary diseases either went away entirely or went away to a significant amount. And in medicine, as you probably know, when you say a significant degree, it means something. So their, their mood was better, their need for drugs was less, um, their hospital stay was shorter. Um, and some of the, and so in those days, um, before the AIDS cocktail, it wasn't AIDS particularly that was killing people. It was the AIDS that ravaged the immune system. And so all those secondary diseases of cancer and pneumonia would ravage the body. And so to have a study that showed that though these secondary diseases either went away entirely or to a significant amount was amazing. So anyway, it went before, it became a Time Magazine cover story. Then it went around to, for peer review and none of the doctors believed it, of course. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> not, that's they not didn't believe it, right? It's, the study is on our website under studies. They don't teach that at medical school though. So they didn't believe it. So anyway, what California Pacifica, what they made her do was, it was Dr. Elizabeth Targ. And it's, it's a very famous study. It's often called the Elizabeth Targ study. What they made her do because they didn't believe it is they made her do the study again with a larger group of healers with more patients. And again, they did a control group and a treated group. And Ron did his little blue book and did his healings and sent it in. And when they when they when the doctors went to the patients who were who had the, who got the healings, they saw the incredible correlation. Say if Ron did a healing on that Monday morning with you know John Doe, and they looked at John Doe's blue book and he said, "Oh, Monday morning at ten o'clock, I felt these waves of energy come over me." It was a total total correlation. And so they asked the, um, they asked Elizabeth Targ to repeat the study and they made her repeat it three more times. And then after that, the results were exactly exact, Tom, the results were exactly the same. And so then at that point, they, they just published it and it became a landmark study in the Western Journal of Medicine because it was proved beyond a doubt, you know, repeating the same study, you know, three or four times that energy healing in that particular, you know, AIDS study and secondary diseases was, um, was, was really um, extraordinarily effective. Well, you know, now we are in a different kind of pandemic, as you know, and I wonder how people are responding in ways, is the pandemic affecting people's energy? I would imagine so, because you hear people say they're depressed, it's like their energy is pushed down. Are you finding that to be the case where people could use this energy healing more even today? We, we, we see it and all of, the, all of the healers on our website, we have a page called Certified Practitioners. So we have healers all over the country. And they've all have said, Tom, that there, that there are more people who have been contacting them over the past year than in previous years. And people really have a need. They, they, as you say, depressed and sad and isolated. And so they are receiving and, and being more open to energy healing than in previous times. And so one of the things that we love to do during this time is we offer the workshops. You, you saw that I gave a workshop at the Open Center, you know, last month or so, a couple months ago. And in in June and July, I'm giving um, I'm giving an intro workshop. In July, I'm giving in July 24th, I'm giving an all day workshop called the Day of Healing. 
And if anybody wants to learn how to do this kind of healing, um, I would love them to contact me um, and uh, sign up for the workshop. And Is I'll be happy- in person or in on Zoom? It's gonna be on Zoom. Okay. Yeah, it's gonna be on Zoom. And wherever people live, um, they can, they can uh, contact me and I will send them a flyer. And I'll make a, um, a special offer to anyone listening to, uh, to, to you today, to us today, that if they contact me and they say that they heard this podcast, that rather, rather, rather than 150, I will give them $15 off. So they can use that. Just remind me of it if when they contact. And the next school I'm going to be giving starts in September. It goes September to January. And it's, um, it's 14 days, meeting one weekend a month for five months. That's all wonderful. Because right now is a time when people need hope. They need to know. It's great that we're getting vaccinated. It's great that people are moving towards the light, but they also need to have more hope and more good news. And I think you're offering some very good news that people can get, get healing of themselves. Well, we love doing it. And, and the, the other point about this is that um, when people, what we know about people and energy is that we are all human beings are sponges, we hold on. So whether it's sadness or fear or loneliness and something was a really a strong event in our lives, we hold on to that energy. And so what we love to teach in One Light Healing Touch are some wonderful ways to release that lower energies. We call it programming because it's not who, it's not who our essential, it's not our essential self. It's not that energy. It's energy that we bring in from the collective and from different things in our lives. And it is lower energy. So we teach people how to release that and open to the higher vibrations of the energy so that people can feel more hope in their heart, more joy in their heart, more clarity, um, and, and less pain and less frustration. So People will learn that if they come to that workshop um, on July 24th. So that, that's another thing to just pay attention to. We love teaching our students. Well, so you're, as you said earlier, there are a good percentage of people come to learn how to heal themselves, how to yes. keep this energy at the right level for themselves. Yes. And, and some will go on to teach others or to heal others. But that's, that's wonderful to know that that exists. Yes, you all exist. I say you guys as though it's a team. Well, it is a team, a team of practitioners, a team of healers that are working across the country. Should I give you a few healing stories when you want to hear that? Oh, uh, we only have a few minutes, but yes, indeed. Okay. So one lady, she had fibro she had lymphedema in her arms from breast cancer treatments. And the doctor said, we can do nothing. And she came to the school and was gone completely by the third class. Another lady had asthma and depression. And another lady had fibromyalgia. And they tried everything, all the normal avenues. And they came to the school and they were all gone by the third class. So every year I see amazing things happen for students when they begin to release the stuck energy and the programming and they open to the higher energies and all day long students are giving healings to one another. So it's really, really deeply healing. Well, it's, it's clear and we've heard this so many places and so many times that the body can heal itself. We need to give it some help, whether it's nutritional help or energy help as you're, as you're offering because the body is a wonderful, wonderful instrument. Yes, exactly. I couldn't agree more. And how did, when did you first come in touch with this for yourself? Well, I, um, 
I, I spontaneously began doing color healing when I was 11 years old. And a friend of mine, uh, her father was in the hospital and he had had a heart attack. And uh, she knew that I was uh, psychic and, and, um, and I had a very rich spiritual life. And she said, do something, you can do something. So I closed my eyes and I saw him in the hospital room and I brought in certain colors around him. I didn't know why I did that, but I just brought in certain colors around him and I held the intention of the energy to do that for about 10 minutes. And then I let them go. And then she said the next day, she said, he's remarkably improved. What did you do? And I told her, and then I told her what colors I used, not knowing why at all. And she said, you described the room exactly, every single detail to what I saw in him, with him in that hospital room was exactly to every detail the way it was. And it proved to me that, I mean, we all know this, but as a child, we don't know it, but it right. proved to me that I had that ability to cross into that, that other dimension. And I began using color healing on sick friends and sick animals and sick pets. And then, you know, I loved it. And then in the eight in um, when I went out to California, I was director of development at 20th Century Fox Television for a few years. And I learned Reiki and I loved Reiki. And then um, in the uh, late 80s, I met my husband and Ron Lavin, and he is a renowned um, psychic and gifted healer. And um, we fell in love and we married and he taught me one light healing touch. So basically, that's what I do now. I do the one light healing touch work. Well, you have followed your heart is what you have done. I did. I did. And then I did a documentary a few years ago called The Healing Field, Exploring Energy and Consciousness. That's on Gaia. And it's so popular on Gaia that they have it in German, French and Spanish. And then after the documentary came out, many people said to me, oh, you've got to do a book because the documentary has so much valuable information, but I want to have a book that I can pour over and reread and reread and reread. So I did a book, came out last year, this past year, and it got the five stars by the U.S. Book of Reviews and the Book Excellent Award. And it's basically, it's based on the documentary, but it has a lot of new information. And it's called, um, it's called The Healing Field, Exceptional Healing Practices to Change Your Life. And just, I wanna say one word about the book. Sure. I did the book because I wanted people to have many different self-healing practices. So any page that people open at the book and they want to they want to learn mental imagery or the sound work or energy healing or qigong, they could dive into it and learn, be given practices and studies and personal stories. So that's what it's for. It's really to empower people, to give them techniques and practices that they can use themselves for their own healing. Healing. Absolutely. Well, we always need that. But today, in the, the world we're in, we need it even more. So it's wonderful, just wonderful that you are offering this good news to people. Thank you so much. Now, as we're coming close to the end of our conversation, just zips by as we go. Um, if people who are listening and want to get in touch with you and learn more, because there's so much that you've, you've talked about, so much that is of interest that people might want to learn or to get a book or to join one of your classes, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? Our website is onelighthealingtouch.com. Right. O-N-E lighthealingtouch.com. And my email is pennylavin at gmail.com. Okay, wonderful. Well, we have that now on audio and it will be written in the program description. 
But I thank you so much for this. This has been very informative, very exciting. And uh, I know that the people who are listening to this are going to learn a tremendous amount. And I imagine be stimulated to ask questions. So I hope that's the case. Oh, Tom, thank you. Yes, and I want to leave your viewers with, or listeners with uh, the two workshops over the summer. One is uh, in June, the other one is July, and the school itself starts in September. And if anyone is interested, just email me and I'll be happy to send you a flyer. That's quite wonderful. Thank you so much for being here. And thank you to our audience for listening to the Heart of Healing, the pandemic episodes.